Okay, so story number 11. So first story under culture. Pushback moves to rejuvenate culture. And boy, are th- is the army lining up on your side to rejuvenate the culture. It's a thing of beauty. I've wow. never seen anything like it. I think this is one of the most positive things going on right now. It's suddenly this army of great people is reared up and decided to leave the middle of the road, and they've chosen sides, and they are ready to fight for human civilization. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of, uh, who was it, Eric Clapton or somebody, the uh, the musician that, that uh, took the vaccine and then, and or refused, or, no, took the vaccine and then had difficulty playing the guitar. So he wrote a special song about all of it. And, right. you know, that's that's the kind of pushback that I'm I'm very encouraged to see happening. And for a celebrity of his status to do it is a very brave thing to do. Yes, absolutely it is. Yeah. Absolutely We're watching a lot of brave people. Mm-hmm. I made a list. We'll get into it when we get to inspiration of all the different whistleblowers and yep. all the different um, uh, sort of heroes. And they're just... Yeah. You know, they understand that without law, without science, without medicine, you know, not, there's, there is nothing. So is you might nothing. as well go to the wall on this one because yep. if there's no such thing as truth, if there's no such thing as facts, you know. Yeah. Well, we're dealing, we're dealing with a cultural war right now. Yes. Uh, I was listening to an old uh, talk by Archbishop Fulton Sheen last night. And it was about it was about what he thought the situation would boil down to, and he basically said a, a, a contest between absolutes, between those who believe in some sort of transcendence or God or the divine or whatever you wish, and then those who don't. Right. And uh, it was it was rather breathtaking, and that's that's what I think we're in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We've you know. Culture is what gives value to survival. I mean, Mr. Globaloni wants this world where we're all chattel and automata to be controlled and orchestrated and regulated and manipulated and so on and so forth. Uh, And that's an inhuman world, and it won't work for that reason. And it's a world where you survive, but there's really no value in surviving. Well, it's the nothing. It's the nothing. <laughs> you know, I love, I love the, the never-ending story. It's the nothing. And it's, it's the nothing. Creeping through the universe, to, you know, sucking mm-hmm. out all the meaning. Mm-hmm. So I had as my, my first unanswered questions in this section, the war on the divine, which we've talked about. And that's mm-hmm. been the number one story at different times over the last two years. But mm-hmm. there really is a war yes. against the divine. And it's yes. serious. It's very serious. It's very serious, and it's it's part of Mr. Global on his cosmology. I think it's it, he's got a cosmology of the nothing. It's a cosmology of nihilism. It's a cosmology of anti anti humanity. Well, the churches for some reason appear to be in his way, so he wants to destroy them. Yeah, and he's doing it very cleverly. He's you know I've I've said over and over again that all institutions, especially the churches, are co opted. So, you know, one way to get rid of them is to change them into something that they're not. Right. And, you know, they've been very successful at that. But uh, I think, 
you know, given your questions there, I do, I do think that there is a real war on on religion and particularly on on Christianity. Um, people people have to understand this this civilization was founded on it. So if you want to bring in a new civilization, you've got to get rid of it. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it's right. basically that simple. Right. So how do the how does the depopulation efforts sort out vis-a-vis -vis the Christians? I think if I were if I were Mr. Globaloni, I would look at the world and see that there are two huge, very different religious cultures standing in his way, Christianity and Islam. Right. Uh, because both have a, you know, for whatever faults they may have exhibited through their history, they both have a transcendent component to them that simply right. cannot be got rid of. And it's right. it informs their their morality and it informs their civilizations so they, they've got to get rid of it well islam is a particular problem because they're against interest now christianity is against Bingo. usury but they will permit some right but islam is a real problem because islam is a huge problem right right so they've got to get rid of it and uh, i think what they're trying to do at least the way it looks to me is that they've been trying for years to gin up those old those old animosities and get them warring against each other. Right. Um, and they've been very successful at it. I mean, you have to be honest about it. But uh, I do think, given given the way that that Mr. Global Global only handled the the churches during the COVID business, you know, shutting them down. Uh, that's. That's an indicator well, but I'm of what they are. They let him do it. I'm not. You've got to remember these churches right. are co-opted. They're 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 co-opted. Now, interestingly enough, some clergy, at least this is true in the Orthodox Church. I don't know about others, but there are a group of Orthodox clergymen that actually wrote a letter of repentance and apology for going along with the shutdown of their churches. Oh, good for them! And said that you know we're not letting this happen again. Um, but, and, you know, this, this, a friend of mine just told me about a Lutheran church that they attended, uh, where they live and the church met in the basement and locked the doors, you know, right. just keep everybody else out. And I suspect that that's, you're going to see more and more of that too. Um, my favorite one was the group that held service outside Mm -hmm. And the police came and said, this is illegal. You have to leave. And they said, oh, it's a worship protest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so the police had to leave and let them be because they were protesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. But I, you know, I think you're going to get pushback like that. And I think, honestly, Catherine, I think a lot of it's going to come out of people involved in the arts. So uh, I agree that, I don't know if you saw this, it came in from France. You had these police marching down the street called, um, who were really dressed like, you know, you know, you know, you couldn't see their face. It was like big black SWAT New World Order. And a guy with his trumpet started playing the theme song when the stormtroopers land from, um, uh, from it, like the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. And it's hysterical. <laughs> it just cracks up. Everybody's laughing hysterically, and it 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 it's great because it breaks the fear, right? You know, 
it, right. it makes it out to be a joke. Anyway, it was is pretty cute. So I, I don't know, but but as I said, I've seen so many people come out of the middle of the road, mm-hmm. and they're ready to fight for mm-hmm. their culture. Yeah, they yeah. see this, they understand this, and you know, part of part of the problem when they were in the middle of the road. They didn't want to believe how bad it was. You know, right. if someone like you or me tried to warn them about how bad it was, they wouldn't believe it. And part of it was they felt, okay, you know, whatever they do in their little crazy ceremonies, they leave us alone. Right. And we'll right. be left alone. Mm-mm. You know, they Mm-mm. can't imagine that they don't need the middle class anymore. I think that's part of it. But I, I also think that part of it is that people are waking up to the fact that it is their culture that's under attack. It's, it's what's, what's under attack, in other words, is, again, that thing that gives value to survival. Right. Um, and you see this, I think, in those Australian protests, because the lockdowns there have been draconian, and people are just tired of living in an inhuman fashion. And more I power just, to uh, there's a wonderful cartoonist who just got uh, booted by the Telegraph. Um, his name is Bob Marone. And he's, I just sent him a message to see if I could license one of his, his, um, his uh, things. I'm, I want to send it to you. It's so fabulous. He's got a picture of this little old lady and little old man sitting on a hill holding hands, looking out over their farm. And underneath it, it says, never surrender your right to be with the people you love. Absolutely. Wait, I'm going to send this to you in the chat. Let me see if I can get it, because you'll see it. It's so adorable, so I'm hoping I can license it. Put it on the website. Take a look. Can you see in the chat? I can see it, but I'm afraid oh, there. Hang on. There's the link. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So perfect. So the person who sent it to me said it's the most censored cartoon on Twitter. I can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I can believe it. Did you hear? You haven't heard what we did. So we have a wonderful team member who runs our Cash Friday campaign, mm-hmm. and she she thinks we should be on social media. And I keep saying Twitter is a complete waste of her time. You know, I canceled my Twitter channel. So she started a new one for cash Friday. So we're on there and we got censored twice, you know, with (laughs) warnings last week. And I said, I'm telling you, just, just shut it down. And she said, no, no, I still want to do the cash Friday. So I said, okay, well from now on, we're just going to do animal videos like cat and dog videos. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's been, you know, and I love cat and dog videos. I'm, you know, I'm a fan. So she's been putting up these great animal and cat videos. And she says, she says on Twitter, we only put our favorite animal and, you know, dog and cat videos. If you want our real opinions, go to Gap. You know, so she, <laughs> she keeps saying this and then she'll put up another adorable cat and dog video. And it's so funny. And the last one was somebody had a machine you know, one of these massage machines and they were massaging their cat's head. And she says, cat massages for Twitter, real news on Gab, (laughs) telegram. (laughs) Good for her. Yeah. It's stuff like that, that we need to be doing, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's fun. I go go back to that poem by John Donne. The devil is a proud spirit and cannot bear to be mocked. 
Oh, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's when we used to get real progress when we'd laugh. Yep. Okay. One of the things, um, uh, I really think I know all this crazy woken stuff is going on, you know, but I, I really think there's something to be said to just ignore it. Oh, I do too. Just ignore it. You know, we have more important things to do. Just, you know, the more we pay attention to it, the more energy we give it. So just walk away. Just yeah. ignore it. Yeah. Right. Um, the challenge is, you know, it's reaching your kids on the smartphone and the TV. And so you've got to protect them from it. Um, anything else on culture you want to say? Because there's so many things going on. I, I don't know if you, um, just to tell the subscribers, Nina Hine has just been, you know, she crisscrossed Europe from Florence to Paris to Poland, going to the most incredible exhibits all summer. And she's just been publishing. We'll put a new podcast up about her trip to Florence, but she just published a new article on her on her trip to Paris. And you know something? The artists aren't slowing down. You no, know, they're not. They're I not. think I think that's probably more true in Europe than it is over here. But I think it's it's gathering momentum here. Um I all I can say is I hope people will look at the arts as one of the hugely important areas that we tend to denigrate because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't provide an immediate dollar or whatever. But like I say, it's, it's something that gives value to survival, just to be able to create something beautiful. Right. You know, for beauty's sake, not for a dollar, not, not for any other reason than just to do to do it. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, uh, and I just want to mention in terms of culture, Cash Friday, please use cash on Friday. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm not confining it to Friday. No, I'm using it every day. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm using cash yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. Same yeah. here. And also on our subscriptions, if you want to switch over to cash and coin, check in with customer service because we're, we're definitely trying to move as much that way as possible.